Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another edition of Inside Arsenal. It is Wednesday, which can only mean one thing. Of course, it is match day. The Champions League returns tonight at the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal versus Sevilla. Arsenal with a chance, depending if results go their way elsewhere, to seal their spot in the knockout rounds with two games remaining of the group stage. Big, big opportunity then awaits in North London tonight. I will be there. Looking forward to that. If you're going as well, I hope you enjoy the game. If you see me, come and say hello. Um, and yeah, give, create a decent, decent atmosphere. Hopefully going to be a big, big game in North London later tonight. Got lots to talk about. Mikel Arteta has been speaking about the game. We'll talk about the latest team news. Look at who could well start. Do my predicted 11. You guys have sent in some of your comments as well about who should potentially start. Got some uh, news about Gabriel Jesus as well. So let's get cracking, shall we? Of course, the big thing to talk about is, of course, the match. And when you look at this, if you're watching it on YouTube, you can see the group there. Arsenal sitting top of Group B, six points from their first three games. Lons one point behind them on five. Then it's Sevilla and PSV both on two points. So if Arsenal win tonight, beat Sevilla tonight, and if Lons win against PSV, then Arsenal have sealed their spot in the knockout rounds because they'll be on nine points and Sevilla and PSV will both still be on two uh, with just two games remaining, so they won't be able to catch them. And then it will be all about that game against Arsenal and Lons, which is coming up next. And if Arsenal win that, they will be go through as group winners with one game to go. If PSV get a point tonight against Lons and Arsenal win, then Arsenal haven't qualified. Technically, they have, but because it goes on head-to-head, there's still a chance, obviously, that PSV could beat Arsenal 5-0 in the game in Holland or by five goals in the game in Holland. So they would then go through. So mathematically, it wouldn't be done if Sevilla, uh, sorry, if PSV get a point tonight, but realistically, it would be done as well. Mikel Arteta speaking about it. 
uh, has basically urged his players to you know grab the opportunity that is ahead of them tonight, get qualification secured, and then uh, sort of be able to focus on other matters. He says the moment you have a chance in football to put it to bed, do it. We have a lot of we have to do a lot of things right to earn the right to win it against a really good team with enormous experience in this competition. We have to prove tomorrow in front of our people how excited we are to play the game and what it means to us. So a bit of a message there from Mikel Arteta to his players. Now, who is going to be playing today? That is a big talking point, I suppose you could say. The team news for Arsenal is a bit worrying. The injuries are certainly beginning to bite. Martin Odegaard not expected to feature. Eddie Nketiah faces a late fitness test today. He didn't train yesterday, of course. If you watch my video from the training ground after the press conference, he wasn't during in that joining in in that training session. He got a knock against Newcastle. He got injured in the second half, got a bit of a kick, went off, was substituted, and hasn't been training since. So you would suggest it's unlikely he's going to play. What we were told yesterday is that there is going to be a late sort of decision made on him today. So not totally ruled out, but I think it's pretty unlikely. So if that is the case, who else will play today? Who could play in his place? I mean, looking at the other injured players, of course, no Gabriel Jesus, no Thomas Partey, no Emil Smith-Rowe. So plenty of injuries for Arsenal. Sevilla as well, facing a few injuries themselves by all accounts. It doesn't sound like Sergio Ramos is going to play. Um, so, yeah, not just Arsenal with some injury issues, but certainly uh, Sevilla as well. And it does, but when you look at, Certainly without Eddie Nketiah, I think it's a really interesting one because who plays as that central striker tonight if Nketiah and Jesus aren't there? Um, personally, I think I would go for Leandro Trossard. I know Kai Havertz is certainly an option. You could potentially play Gabriel Martinelli through as the central striker, but I just think Trossard is probably the most sensible option of the lot because of the midfield issues Arsenal have. Because there's no Odegaard, I think Havertz will probably play in midfield. And that will mean um, Trossard up front. We saw last season in that run in the second half of the season when Jesus was out, when Trossard had come in from Brighton and got ahead of Inketia in the pecking order. We saw that front three of Trossard, um, Saka and Martinelli, you know, play very, very well together, scored goals, Arsenal won games, and it looked pretty fluent. So, you know, I'd have no problems with that tonight being the, the front three for Arsenal. It, it would be the choice that I would go for. Um, I see the... I can see the argument for playing Havertz there. I think, if I got it here? No, it's my predicted 11. I do have a couple of um, uh, a couple of comments from you guys that I just wanted to bring in before uh, I move on. And they are here. Um, there's one from Dark and Bright. It says, Martinelli, Saka and Trossard up front. The problem is creating big chances in game, playing double pivot and allowing Vieira to play as 10 might work. Uh, then goes on to say Lukonga, Vieira, Havertz offer nothing. Um, and when we have injuries, they don't deliver. So depth we're talking about is just delusion. We are weaker than last season. Not sure about that. but um, And Wildchild says, I'd like to see Havertz as a false nine and Trossard in Odegaard's spot in the team. So, you know, different difference of opinions there from, from people. And I've seen, you know, other of you got in touch with me and said, let's play Martinelli as a central striker. Trossard is the... Um, Trossard is the kind of left eight, or not left eight, sorry, as uh, potentially as a right eight. It's an interesting one because he has played there and played there pretty well before. He plays in that sort of deeper role for Belgium at times. But we saw him in pre-season. I think it was against Barcelona, wasn't it, in pre-season? He, um, he played there and I thought he played very, very well. He's such a clever player, Trossard. He can play in a multi multitude of positions because of how clever he is, because of his technique. Um, and so, yeah, it is, it is definitely an option. But I just think up front, that's where I've seen him play very, very well at times. He offers Arsenal an awful lot. 
creativity. He can set goals up. He can score goals. His finishing is very, very good when he gets in good positions. Um, so personally, that would be my choice, I think. I've done my predicted 11, which is here. This is what I think Mikel might well go for tonight. Going Ryer in goal. White, Saliba, Gabriel and Zinchenko. You know, it, it could easily be Tommy Asu on either of those sides, potentially replace, giving Ben White the night off. He could play it right back. He could play it left back again with Zinchenko out. You know, Zinchenko, people have also been saying, and I agree with this, but I don't think we'll see it just because we've not seen it yet from Mikel Arteta. You could easily play Declan Rice as a six and have Zinchenko in the midfield role alongside Havertz. But that's what I've gone for today. So midfield of, of Jorginho, Havertz and Rice, and then Saka, Martinelli and Trossard. So that's my predicted 11. Raya, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Jorginho, Havertz, Rice, Saka, Martinelli and Trossard. Certainly, as you can see there, when you look at it, there is a lot of big, big players missing for Arsenal. Not going to be easy tonight against very seasoned European campaigners. Sevilla know they need to get something from this game. So they're going to be very, very up for it. And Arsenal are going to have to work very hard to get this win. And when you look at the side, you do worry about the creative side of things going into this game. Yeah, Are Arsenal going to be able to prize Sevilla open? You go back to the game in Spain and it was all about Gabriel Jesus. He was the difference maker. The brilliant assist for Martinelli's goal. The brilliant goal himself to make it 2-0. And he's not available tonight. And there's no Odegaard as well doing what he does. And we all know there's no Thomas Partey as well doing what he does in the deeper line sort of playmaker role that Arsenal have. So creativity is going to be an, an issue. I think it's going to be an issue for a while because we're just not any closer to seeing when Martin Odegaard is going to come back. Um, I don't think he's going to be available to. He's not been totally ruled out today, but from what I understand, I'm not sure he's going to be uh, available for this one. Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Norway manager was speaking yesterday after announcing the Norway squad. Odegaard was in that, but the Norway manager was saying that he is worried about Odegaard's fitness and he doubts he will be available. He's been named in the squad, but obviously there's going to be talks going on with Arsenal before a final decision is made as to whether he goes out there. I'd be very, very surprised if he does. It wouldn't make much sense to me and it's very, very similar with what's going on um, with Gabriel Jesus at the moment, who has been named in the Brazil squad, even though he hasn't played for Arsenal, he's not fit for tomorrow, uh, tonight, sorry, he's not going to play tonight. I can't see he's going to be involved against Burnley. There's going to be talks between Arsenal and Brazil later on. I don't know if you saw it, but the Brazil manager was speaking yesterday and was asked, you know, why is um, 
Jesus in the squad. And Fernando Diniz said, because of this too, we're going to bring Gabby to find out his real condition because we still have 15 days to go until the game. So we believe he could be fit enough to play. I like him a lot. He's also mentioned there that the reason they're doing that is because last time in the last international break, they left out Gabriel Martinelli because they thought he was injured. And then just before the international break, Martinelli came back and scored the winner against Manchester City. And it sounds like that annoyed Denise a little bit. Um, and that is why they've made this decision with Jesus. I mean, it's very public comments. From what I hear, there's going to be talks later on in the week between Arsenal and Brazil. I still don't think Jesus will go. I can't see it happening, especially if he doesn't play before the international break. And he's not going to play tonight. And I can't imagine he's going to play against Burnley. So I think the decision will be made. There'll be talks held between the pair. You've got Edu as well, of course, who's going to smooth things over, you would think, with Brazil. And, um, you know, hopefully a sensible decision is made and Gabriel Jesus stays with Arsenal because it makes very, very little sense for him to go all the way over to Brazil for these games just to be, to sort of have his fitness checked and then basically fly all the way back. And it's just like, what, what is the point in that? It's just going to do absolutely no one any good. It's certainly not going to do Gabriel Jesus any good for his injury. And Arsenal is so important for Arsenal. We know he is. And they've got to get him back fit. And they've got to get him back fit as soon as possible. So flying him halfway around the world just for a fitness check, just, you know, come on. There's got to be a more sensible decision made than that. So fingers crossed those talks that will happen later on in the week will come. Um, we'll, uh, yeah, come to a successful conclusion from an Arsenal point of view. Um, just on Arteta and the ongoing controversy, whatever fallout, whatever you want to call it, from Saturday in the game against Newcastle and his comments about VAR and the referees and the officials. Of course, we all heard what he had to say yesterday in that press conference. As I said in the videos I recorded, I recorded after the um, the presser yesterday. I thought Arteta spoke really, really well on it. I thought he made some really good points. He was clear. He was calm. Um, but. The FA have now written to Arsenal and to Mikel Arteta to ask for their observations about what happened on Saturday and what he had to say. Um, I always make it always makes me laugh that sort of phrasing of that to ask for their observations. So um, and they've contacted Arsenal because of about the statement they released, and they've contacted Arteta, of course, because of about the um, uh, the comments immediately post match in the media. Now they can't actually. He didn't. In his comments, when you look at it and you look at what he had to say, you know, he didn't imply bias or anything like that. So he wasn't questioning the officials in terms of, you know, how they were refereeing the game. There was no suggestion of anything like that. But there is a rule, I think, that if there's sort of excessive comments made, you know, if if it's a prolonged sort of attack in the media, um, and unnecessary, something like that. That's the kind of phrasing in the FA rules that they can then take action if they want against that manager. So I'd suggest if they do decide to take action against Arteta, whether it be in the form of a fine, a ban, or just reminding him of the responsibilities, that would be the kind of rule that they would be looking at now as the one that they can get him on. Because like I said, he wasn't questioning the integrity of the referee or anything like that. It was just because it was a sort of prolonged attacking media interviews rather than just like one throwaway comment about a decision or something like that. So wait, say so Arsenal and Marteta have got three days to respond. They, they received their sort of their communication from the FA yesterday. So by the end of the week, Arsenal and, and Arteta are going to have to respond. And then the FA have three days to respond after that before issuing a charge or, you know, any sort of action that they're going to take. So remains to be seen if Arsenal, if Arteta get punished for what happened against Newcastle. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's ongoing. 
All right, that's it from me. Bit of a short, sharp one today before tonight's game. I hope you all enjoy it. If you're going, create a really good atmosphere. It's horrible out there at the moment. Wet, windy. Uh, but hopefully that's not going to uh, affect things too much in the match day later on this evening. Or if you're watching it anywhere else around the world, then enjoy the game. I'll be back tomorrow to discuss, hopefully, what is a very successful Arsenal victory in the Champions League. We'll look at all the reaction to that game and the big talking points from it in tomorrow's show. Until then, everyone, have a very good day. I'll speak to you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.